Hello everybody, welcome back to The Missing Piece, to our end of season show, end of the show show, for anybody who is a big fan of the old Saturday Night Takeaway there. But yes, end of show show. And I just felt like it would be very, very fitting. And I, I mean, the inspiration came to me to really talk about how we can explore the season of winter and what that is bringing up inside of us. Now, I've taken a bit of a risk by allowing my dog to be here in the bedroom as I record this, but I've just created a nice kind of little sanctuary for this recording, actually. So I've got a brew in hand, candle on the side, hot water bottle and a blanket that I'm all wrapped up in, and uh, yeah, bomber's on the bed. But he's a bit prone to getting a little bit nesty and, and kicking it around when he's on the bed. So if he does that a bit too much, he may get kicked out. Oh, sorry, boy but uh, it can be a bit distracting, but maybe you'll quite like a little bit of that background noise to kind of set the scene, perhaps. But yeah, I wanted to talk about winter because winter is something, or seasons in general are something that I really, really resonate with at the moment. I have a real drawing to become more of a, a cyclical being and I just think that because we are nature, you know, we're no different to any other animal on this earth when it comes to being affected by the size uh, the seasons and the cycles it's just that we live in a slightly different way that we maybe don't notice it so much but I do think it comes up within us um, and so I want to talk about this how I'm exploring it share with you some practices that I'm going to explore and just some other ones as well that came up to me in a I was inspired in a shower actually a few weeks ago so I wrote all these ideas down and a few more have come since and I wanted to share them with you so that you could perhaps be supported through this season. Because I think a lot of us can struggle with winter, can't we? I mean, I love winter. I love the dark. I love the stillness. Um, but at the same time, I do struggle. And I know other people do struggle with this idea of slowing down, of taking more rest, of just, I guess, kind of breaking away from that cycle of the constant... 24-7 world that we live in, you know, because there's no real break in the society that we live in. And that can make it very difficult for us to honour these feelings that could be showing up for us right now, which is a reason why I think or I believe that winter can be difficult for some of us. So if we're actually looking at winter, what am I talking about here? It's really a case of looking outside the window and, and where you are can be very different. So do explore where you're at. And of course, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it's summer. So maybe come back to this in like six months time. But it's about looking outside and seeing what's going on out there and how that is perhaps reflecting or connecting to what's going on within us. So if we look outside, there is a slowing down there is a stillness, um, a coldness, there's there's no growth, it's like a pause. There are other words that come up to me and I wanted to kind of share these as well and that is this, there's a nurture, hibernation, restoration, self-care and that's what I think is really beautiful about exploring winter is the self-care, that's what I'll dive into a little bit more in a second. But essentially, if that's what's going on outside of us and as we are part of nature, then perhaps it is showing something that's going on within us. And the way I kind of see it is I had this image come to me before and it's this idea of if you imagine like um, a circle 
and another circle outside of it. So kind of like um, a, a you know a circle within a circle, and that inner circle is is our our cycle of of life, our seasons. It's what our soul is needing. It's what our experiences, our conditioning, perhaps even our trauma bring us to explore. And then you've got an external circle, one that's just outside of that, which is looking at the the seasons um, in nature. Now, it's to me, it's a bit like osmosis. You know, these two things are both very much related, but they can differ a little. So essentially what I'm inviting you to do through this episode is to listen to what's going on in for you during this cycle what your intuition is telling you what your soul is telling you and then perhaps see how that is being reflected in the outside world or absolutely the opposite as well what's going on in the outside world such as the the stillness the slowing down the dark all of this and how is that showing up within you and something i learned very recently that i wanted to share here because i just think this is so beautiful but if you look at the um celtic year which is obviously a a much older tradition very much honoring nature there has just been on halloween there was sawain i think is how you pronounce it it's spelled kind of like samhain s-a-m-h-a-i-n and it's the end of the celtic year and that really confused me because i thought well how is it because surely winter's the end of the year it's the same as you know the the year that we follow the gregorian calendar and new year is in the middle of winter and winter is this stillness the slowing down etc and spring is kind of seen as that time where everything's kick-started whether you know everything starts to come to bloom and grow again so why is the end of autumn the end of the Celtic year and then I actually listened to a podcast episode which I'll link below actually she shares a bunch of different nature practices for winter as well it's the belonging podcast by another Becca actually Becca Piastrelli and she was saying that it's because if you actually look at autumn autumn is the letting go it's the shedding you know the leaves are being shed from the tree they're being well quite forcefully shed as well through the winds blowing through and whatnot so it's all about that kind of, you know, we'll be shedding that within us as well. What are we letting go of? You know, what's coming to an end? It's an end. And then the idea that winter, that kind of that pause, that time there is about creating the fertile ground upon which you can plant your seeds. So how do we nurture the land during winter? So if you actually think about that and what's, you know, in terms of how that's going on with us, how can we nurture ourselves and create a I guess like that's that self-care space it's that relationship with ourselves. it's that self-connection that's kind that's compassionate that's love felt that's heartfelt that's joy that's peace that's all these different things right now a, a nice fertile ground upon which you can plant seeds to grow whatever it is that you want to grow in your life And I just found that really beautiful. So I wanted to share that here for anybody who maybe didn't know that. Maybe you've explored this. So, you know, you've heard that before. But that really just resonated with me. And the reason I am taking a season break now, other than honouring winter, um, although I think these things are related, is because if you've listened to any previous episodes, you'll have heard me talk about how we've had a bit of a life got flipped, turned upside down moment, (laughs) which is having me having to look for a job we're gonna be looking for a new house 
Um, we've also had some lovely news this week and that Dave has had has got a new job. It's within the same department, but it's a shift and it's really, really beautiful. But it does involve changes because it involves changes in shift. It involves changes in, in money and things like this. So I just feel like I need to take a break right now because I don't know how much longer I can hold space for all of these things, you know, exploring different jobs, uh, the change in where we live and be able to still to kind of share externally everything. I feel like I need to take some time to pause, to rest, reset. So it's as though my life situation has, you know, kind of thrust me into an inner winter, so to speak. And, you know, like I said, it's very apt because that's what's going on right now as well. So I'll be taking the season break for, well, probably until the traditional new year at some point in January, but I'm not holding it to a certain date or anything, but that's kind of the aim. And it's also an invitation for you to honor that aspect of what nature is perhaps bringing up for you to honor that time with yourself. And also, you know, for many of us, when it's coming up to Christmas, we're busy, aren't we? We're busy with a lot of social events. We're busy with family, with friends. We're busy with buying presents. We're doing all these things. There's a heck of a lot of stuff externally going on, which is amazing. But I also think it's important for us to kind of honor that time. So for me personally, I'm probably not going to listen to that many podcasts over this time. So I want to draw back as well. So it gives you the space to do that too, because podcasts are amazing and I love listening to them. I love recording them, but I think they can take us away from what's going on inside a little bit. You know, our brains can be very prone to finding these distractions, which are beautiful and inspiring and energizing, but sometimes sometimes we need to just take a little pause. So yeah, that's what I wanted to share there. And also that even though the free podcast will be on pause, I will still be sharing podcast episodes on the paid Substack community. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can get two weeks for free. After that, it's only £5 a month or $6 a month. You can cancel any time. There's already a bunch of podcast episodes on there. The Piece of Body series where we're talking about um, looking at how we can explore and begin to heal our relationship with our body, with our body image, with food and fitness I touch upon as well. And so that's what you can do on there. And I'm going to be sharing this winter if you're wanting to explore a bit more about winter in general. I'm going to share an inner winter meditation and journal practice. But you can also get hold of that via filling in a feedback form, which I'm going to put in the show notes today. And what that is, is it's an essentially a podcast feedback form. It will take a couple of minutes to fill in. And it's really to just get a little bit of feedback from you to see what you're liking about the podcast, what you're enjoying, what you want to see more of, perhaps what you want to see less of, what you don't like. I would really, really love your feedback. It is, it's just really good for me to then know what it is that you would like, because, you know, I want to, I want to help you. I want to support you. And like I said, it'll just be linked below. Uh, yeah, five minutes to fill in. And if you do so, I will send you through one of these inner winter meditational journal practices. They're about half an hour long, or it will be about half an hour long, should I say. And it's really that way of helping you draw inwards and to process this through the act of journaling. So what comes up within the meditation, you go into a journal practice straight afterwards. So then you can see what's what's showing up and work out how you can integrate that into your life. So yeah, check that out in the show notes below. So what I want to actually share through this is 
it's around about, or how many practices are there? Around about 11 different things to consider. However, I don't want to say that there's a particular order or that one doesn't flow into another because they kind of do. But, you know, there's essentially that many different things that I want to share with you that I was really inspired to share with. So no particular order. However, I will say that I would start off of these first few. And this is how I worked with winter last year. And I'm bringing in more practices this year. So don't feel like you have to explore all of these. But I would listen to your intuition see what you would like to explore of these different practices, these different rituals that I share with you and honour them. And, you know, if there's anything that doesn't feel like it resonates with you, then just leave that aside for now. But essentially, the first two ones I would really recommend exploring. And the first one is to actually start doing a bit of journaling on on winter, how winter feels to you. Because like I said, winter can feel difficult. Winter, it can be really difficult to go into the darkness, to not have as much light in the evening, to maybe get outdoors more, the things that you want to do. You're spending more time indoors. Maybe you struggle when you don't get as much light. Um, and, you know, I feel you. That's that, that can be very, very difficult. And it's also just this, I don't know, I think often what comes up in winter is that because we're not kind of doing, doing, doing so much, we're spending more time in stillness with ourselves and that can feel uncomfortable depending on what our relationship is like with ourselves and I know this very well it can be a time when we turn to distraction for example maybe we have some thoughts that come up or uh, feelings of you know I kind of maybe the way we speak to ourselves can be a little unkind perhaps and we can be prone to turning to distraction uh, especially if we're spending more time indoors, like I said, so maybe you turn to more TV or more being on your phone or food. So essentially journaling in the beginning to see how winter shows up for you is really important. If you're not liking winter, what are you not liking about it? What is it that you don't enjoy? Maybe you like winter. What is it that you are enjoying about winter? What essentially is coming up for you, really? What's showing up? And I think as well, because I'm saying in this time that, that winter is all about slowing down, that can be difficult. So explore that. Explore how it feels to be spending more time being rather than just doing. So it's a beautiful invitation to slow down to bring more rest in your life. So perhaps you can also journal on maybe areas in your life that you would like to bring a little bit more rest in or maybe somewhere that needs a bit of tending or a bit of, um, I guess, a reassessment, you know, looking at the different areas of your life, what's showing up that way for you, where do you need rest? So you could, you know, dive in even deeper and do some shadow work here because, you know, we're in the darkness. So what shadows are coming up? And particularly as we've just gone through uh, Scorpio season, which is very traditionally related to them, shadow parts of us. So then parts of us that are, are more difficult to explore, they all have their amazing purpose. But what are they speaking to you? What are they saying to you? You know, perhaps one of them, for example, could be the inner critic. So what's your inner critic saying to you? Is it showing you something about a belief that you have or, you know, um, some sort of, yeah, limiting belief, basically. Um, for me, a lot that comes up is not feeling good enough. 
So I would dive into that in shadow work and explore that some more, take some time in meditation, some journaling to see, to speak to that part, you know, all of these parts are really valid and they are all serving a purpose. We talked about it on the last episode with Kelly. We, they all have a purpose and it's important to listen to them because they are all trying to keep you safe. Your body is always trying to keep you safe, however difficult some feelings may feel. So explore what's going on there. And it's only when we go into the depths that we can really begin to find the route to heal. So yeah, we've been through a Scorpio season, very traditionally related to this, an eclipse season. So if you felt like the waters have been rough recently, take some time to reflect on that and see what came up. And what can you sit within the stillness of winter that's coming along as well? And so the second thing that I would say definitely, definitely do is to get outdoors. I know I've been talking about being indoors more, but actually I personally, I get outdoors every day on a walk anyways, not just with my dog, but my own personal walk. I find it such an amazing part of my self-care. But if we can get outside in winter, we can become aware of what winter is looking like in our local area and how we're connecting to it. So perhaps you go out and you start to notice, you know, you just take some time to notice that the the trees are shedding, their leaves are fully shed. Maybe the next day you see, because some trees hold on for them a little bit longer, don't they? Or you see the um, evergreen trees and you can just sort of just be aware of that. It's mindfulness outdoors, you know. Perhaps you notice uh, the cold, the, the frost, whatever's showing up that way. You know, there's there's a lot that you can explore here. And often winter isn't always the very traditional, you know, snowy depiction that's going on there. I mean, even here in the north of England, it's probably more muddy than anything else. So explore how you feel when you're outdoors and look at what's going on in your outdoors. And you'll notice the stillness all around. And when you notice that stillness that's all around, it'll be amazing when it comes to spring because when you start to see the first signs of growth and the trees that you've got to know in your local area or the ground or whatever it is, it is the most beautiful feeling. That's what I explored for the first time last year and it was just beautiful. Oh, brought so much joy. And this is why I also want to share this because it brings such a deeper connection to yourself and to nature and to this way of living that's just more cyclical, more seasonal, and you see the change all around you and you kind of flow with it more. I don't know. There's just something so beautiful about it. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're the first two things that I would definitely, definitely say to explore. And so the third thing I would say as well, something that I did just started doing in autumn, I felt very intuitive to do was to collect items that are related to that season. So again, this is very different to where you are, but perhaps there, um, maybe you want to collect, you could even collect some, some fallen leaves. You can collect some holly. Maybe, maybe you have mistletoe, uh, look at the fir trees. Is there any kind of sheddings there that you can collect? It's not about, I don't, I don't mean to go off and <laughs> like go and send, take what doesn't feel right from nature, but take what feels, you know, like I said, just feels good, feels right to perhaps bring into your home and to have around you to explore feel it smell it you know just get in touch with with the season and particularly if you're getting stuff from your local area that's pretty cool because it feels like you really connect to it and the fourth thing is to explore what i call an intentional based life or intentional living what i mean by this is it's essentially pretty mindful but it's about learning to become present with the present moment, being being right there in the present moment, should I say. I did record an episode on this that shared on the paid membership. But 
if this really feeds into this idea of living in a really fast pace that we often do and I think sometimes we can just not even know when we're flowing from one thing to the other so for example maybe you start your day alarm goes off you go straight out of bed you go brush your teeth you go let the dog out or you walk the dog you feed the kids you go to work so on and so forth and it it flows but in a way that you're not conscious of you know you don't really become aware of one thing to the other and quite often we're going through it very mindlessly perhaps whilst on our phone or in our heads just thinking things through what are the things that I need to do next you know what's my next step this this and that and it takes us away from the present but what's really beautiful about what I call intentional living is it's about you coming back to that moment so for example you would start your day maybe a little bit differently like this and you would go right okay alarm's gone off let's take a moment just a moment before getting out of bed to just place your hands on your heart and be grateful for waking up that morning or some other things that you're grateful for in your life and just saying you know what's coming up next okay so next I'm going to get up and I'm going to go brush my teeth so you go right okay I'm intentionally going to brush my teeth and brush your teeth be present with it you know um and then you you kind of go on through things without too many of the distractions building up and I know I've been on the distraction side as well where I'm like glued to my something on my phone when I could be more present so we're waiting for the coffee to brew in the morning rather than picking up your phone and thinking like how do I respond to things take a moment and check in with yourself and just go do you know what as simple as saying I'm waiting in this moment for my for the kettle to brew and what's really beautiful about this if you're somebody that feels like your energy is um, really distracted or being drawn by different things, or if you perhaps struggle with with time and feeling like you'd never have enough time, this feels maybe ironic, I guess, but it, it, it kind of brings you more time because you're being very present and you're not then getting really distracted. So something that I do, and this is very much like this is the not intentional living is that I would quite often go right I'm going to go upstairs and grab I know whatever it is grab that uh, bolster and we'll do meditation and then I go upstairs and I get distracted by something you know like ooh shiny object or maybe I should um do this little bit of housework do this little bit of cleaning or ooh I've gone upstairs on my phone I've got distracted by something on my phone yada 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 I've gone back downstairs and I've not brought that bolster with me for example and when we're so distracted we're, and we're not present we actually in a way lose that energy and we lose that time and we're like oh I forgot to do that thing or I end up not really feeling like you have much of a, a conscious flow in life and just feeling like oh gosh why didn't I get that thing done it's because I was distracted by something so essentially it's about breaking things down to be um, kind of one thing at a time take your time with this as well time 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 take your time with this because it's difficult in the beginning but it's about becoming aware of what you're doing as you go through your day and that's really essentially where to start with it all and I think that this really honors winter because it is about that self-connection that well the connection to the the season as well and mindfulness and just being in the present and it's a slowing down and it just it's a really beautiful way to explore this season uh, and it's something I've worked on for a while so like I said it's not easy but just take your time with it now another thing that's pretty beautiful so number five here to explore over winter is the energy of fire and warmth because we're in the darkness it's you know well depending on where you are in the world but usually it's a little bit more darker this time of the year particularly in the northern hemisphere 
And so we can explore that fire, which traditionally as well has really kept us alive through winter, you know, through the warmth, through the light to be able to see. So it's about honoring the darkness and the light here. So for example, maybe you can spend your evening uh, with the lights off but candles instead. So you're in the darkness, but you, you notice the light of the candle. Maybe you have a fire or you can go out saw, uh, outside and create a fire safely. Maybe have a chimney or something or something like that. And sit with it. Sit with those flames. Even if it's just a candle, do a little bit of candle gazing and just connect with that element. See what's going on there. But, you know, delve into that deeper into, into warmth. So, you know, if you struggle with being cold this time of the year, and I know I'm someone like that as well, but get cozy and get comfortable with blankets, with hot water bottles. These are all perfect things as well. If you struggle with going outside when it's cold, and if you've seen now recently, there's a lot of these, um, I don't actually know what you call it, but like a hot water belt, and you can wrap them around your body, and so you could go out and still feel warm, or maybe you get some hand warmers that go in the microwave and keep them in your pockets, so you can still get outdoors and explore that, yet at the same time feel that warmth. So it's about honouring that, kind of being indoors and being warm, but also that element of fire and what that's showing up for you. So fire can feel, to me, fire, fire feels like it connects to my personal power. It connects to like the light of my soul. It connects to inspiration, to energy, to uh, invigoration, you know, and sparks of creativity. That's what comes up a lot. So perhaps just explore how it shows up for you. And you can also, something that I love doing is to practice movement, dancing, you know, yin yoga, anything restorative or can be moving as well within candlelight or with just your fire on or something. So the dark, but exploring movement in that time because it's a real inward practice, but you're staying connected to your body. So that's something you can do. You can perhaps do some, maybe if you like rituals or ceremonies, particularly around the new moon and full moon, then you can explore how fire can be involved in that. So for example, for the full moon, traditionally, you may write down some things you want to release uh, over the waning cycle down to the new moon. So you could write them statements on a piece of paper and then burn them as well. That's just one way of, of looking at that. Um. So what did I have next on the list? I've written the most uh, just difficult to read lists. So I keep pausing. I hope it's not, I keep pausing the podcast. I hope that doesn't sound too like broken down or whatever, but it's essentially a bit of an extension from that. And it's about exploring the stillness. So it's a time for stillness. If we look at nature, you know, you look outdoors and everything's still, there's no growth. So take some time to be still. Perhaps this is, you know, you can do it. I love doing this. I've shared it before, like having, um, an intuition as I call them, but like having a brew where you just sit there without any distractions, without your phone or anything, and you just connect to the the water there and you can just set an intention to be present in that moment. Perhaps you meditate more or for longer if you are somebody who meditates already. Again, looking into the yin yoga or something restorative like that. So a way of connecting to your body and not moving too much. Maybe you bring in more rest or even napping. I have to say my relationship with napping has improved a lot because I really struggled with that for a long time, essentially because napping felt like I then was not doing enough with my day or I was losing time. But even just before this, I listened to a, a sound bath um, on this app that I, I honestly can't recommend 
more highly. It's called the Feel Better app by Deliciously Ella. And there's a lady on there who is called Holly Hustler. So she shares sound baths on there. So the kind of crystal bowl baths. And I went into kind of that place between sleep and, and, and wakefulness. And, and it just felt so good, really restorative. At first I woke up with that guilty feeling of like, oh my God, I've wasted half an hour. But I felt so good and so much peace from it. And this app, honestly, this app, it's 99p, although I think it's going to £2.49, shut the front door per month. Um, and it includes hundreds of yoga exercises um, or practices, should I say, strength, bar, Pilates. Um, there's tons of recipes. It's all like a vegan plant-based recipe. So if you're vegan like me, it's perfect as well. Very nutritious foods on there. If you want to even just incorporate some plant-based foods, um, there are meditations, there are sleep practices. They run regular live classes as well. It is just incredible value for money. And I'm not getting paid for this, by the way. I'm just sharing it because I think it's an amazing thing to do, particularly with winter, to have this affordable self-care space to explore and it honestly it's beautiful there are a bunch of different uh, instructors on there as well so you can find the people that you know work for you essentially so yeah explore the stillness look again that app perhaps <laughs> i'll see if i can link that below and then number seven is all about exploring winter foods and drinks so if you're somebody who likes cooking and again we're indoors a bit more so you can explore this it's a little practice maybe you can create some a mold drink for example you know it doesn't have to be mold wine it can be mold gin it's very fashionable but perhaps you create like a, a mold apple juice or something you know i made one once it was really really nice actually um but explore the winter foods as well maybe it's uh, more of the root vegetables the stews get into that kind of like uh, kitchen witch kind of mood you know bring that out especially if you like it like explore that some more and see how you can find that within uh winter features like i said the root vegetables maybe like adding cinnamon to your drinks and that and that mold sensation so infusing the warmth into it again number eight is an extension of that and it is exploring winter with all your senses so this doesn't necessarily mean that you have to everything has to be winter based but it's more just that we explore our senses and kind of create that whole body connection so you can do the the cooking is obviously going to bring in the taste and the, the drinks uh, the mold drinks for example could be yeah exploring the the taste as well um and you can look at the smells of things so what are kind of herbs and spices that are related to winter in your area so what comes to mind to me massively is is cinnamon and that kind of like so you could maybe for me it's going to be a lot of uh chai based teas i'm going to really enjoy that and perhaps make some mold uh, drinks myself um there are obviously a bunch of others that you can explore here as well but it can be taking that time to explore the the sounds of winter. So what's going on in your local area? What's going on in the nature around you that represents winter? What animals are calling out in winter? And perhaps as well, because winter's very much a still time, we explore stillness. So the sound could be the stillness. And it can also be the self-care. So like, for example, the sound bath that I did, maybe explore that, explore how that relates to you taking some time for yourself, lying down, experiencing the sound therapy. And there's loads of these on YouTube, by the way, for free. So, you know, see if that resonates with you. Explore that. And then, of course, you've obviously got hearing and what have I not talked about? Touch. Explore all those different areas. The touch could even just be feeling the difference in temperatures between being outdoors in the cold perhaps being indoors, maybe a candle or the hot water bottle or whatever it is, just 
have fun with it you know have fun with this this isn't just about going into deep into the shadows it's about having fun and connecting to yourself it's a beautiful time to reset and restore so what did i want to go into next Ooh, i'm going to mix it up a little bit here but just to expand uh, this was going to be my point number 11 number nine now um exploring winter during this uh water sorry <laughs> during winter exploring winter during winter do that as well but i've talked about fire but let's talk about water we can talk about all the elements really but i think water is an interesting one because water we often see as you know it's obviously very fluid and flowing but in winter it can go still itself it can freeze um but we can see the process of it all so in the morning maybe you see the frost or the snow whatever it is and it melts as the day goes along just paying attention to that how the water shifts through different states and maybe you can explore that through movement again uh, listening to music that feels kind of water-based and exploring that fluidity uh, yoga-based practices that are to do with water um, but also honoring the stillness of it so perhaps um, something that I really enjoy from uh, a lady called Tara Brack who does her meditations there um, amazing meditations loads of free ones on youtube and on a podcast she often talks about imagining if you're doing like a body scan areas in the body that can feel like ice so maybe you've got tension in your shoulders slowly imagining that turning into water and then into uh you know into it evaporating as a gas so it's it's really just a way it's just another invitation to explore an element you know during this time and also that the stillness of winter obviously doesn't have to feel very, very still when water's doing its thing. Oh, God. Bomber's just got up and is stretching and he's sending my phone all over the place. <laughs> Another thing that came up to me before, um, Bomber's still just taking his time to do whatever he's deciding to do on the bed. So you may hear him making sounds in the background. There's a winter sound there, I guess. But yeah, another thing that came up just before this was exploring deities and exploring goddesses is what came up for me exploring winter goddesses now this just came up as a bit of a an intuitive hit before that i wanted to share but i haven't actually researched you know what are specific winter-based goddesses but perhaps there is something that you would like to uh, relate to in terms of the deities that maybe you explore or goddesses that you explore so perhaps look at that and see what's showing up for you there maybe you can mm, connect to what they are conveying or what they represent perhaps embodying different kind of aspects of yeah the representation of that they are to you so have a look into that as well and the last thing i wanted to share which i think one about number 11 windows have gone out of them absolutely out of the window windows have gone out of the window honest to god this is why i need to have a break <laughs> numbers have gone out the window <laughs> but the last thing i wanted to talk about was the winter solstice again this is something that i'm going to explore this year um it gets related to the it's it's obviously we, we know the winter solstice in general doesn't have to be related to any previous kind of um what would you say not necessarily religions but uh beliefs practices so the Celt celts as well here with this but yeah, the winter solstice being the darkest day of the year where there is the least amount of light up here anyways in the northern hemisphere this time of year. And is it usually always on the 21st of December? Oof, you might know that better than me, but explore that because it's a very, it's a sacred time where we're going from that darkest day, but essentially everything, you know, from then on is more light. 
So it's another time to pause, to reset, to reflect. And, you know, that's obviously getting very close to the traditional uh, new year. So it's another, another beautiful time to maybe reflect upon the year with some journaling, meditation, rest, stillness. Um, there are loads of free events that I've already seen online. I consider doing one myself, but I'm going into this, obviously, this inner winter. So I'm not going to do it this year, but maybe another time. But just see maybe what comes up for you when it is the winter solstice. Is anything showing up for you? Maybe do some rituals around that. So yeah, these are essential other practices that I want to share. Um, do I attempt to recap them? Go on then, let's do it. So the two that I would say definitely explore is to get outside in winter, journal in winter, see what's going on for you in winter. Um, we can then look at fire and warmth and the element of winter. Intentional living, so just being more present and mindful. Also, I should say, you know, like I'm going to take a social media break as well over this time. So maybe that's something you want to do, a detox to kind of, again, cut down a bit of the external noise there. See what comes up for you there. Um, you can collect winter items from being outside. Embrace the stillness through meditations, journaling, rest nap, naps. Create winter foods and drinks. Explore water, the change in water. You can also obviously explore air and earth here as well. And essentially that's really what I try and get to get out by saying get outdoors in it more as well there. You can be exploring deities, goddesses, whatever's showing up for you in that sense. And exploring all the senses. Hopefully I got that together. Honestly, I need to get better at writing my notes. I really do. <laughs> but yeah, everybody... From the bottom of my heart, thank you to everybody who has been listening throughout this season. For anyone new here, I'm so incredibly grateful for you. Again, if you'd like to fill in that podcast feedback and receive an inner winter meditation and journal practice, just do so. That'll be going throughout the whole of the, the season break, really. Um, and yeah, I just want to say thank you very much. And really, I would love it if you could explore the, the where you are at right now in this winter and what is showing up for you and to just honor the seasons and to honor potentially your need to slow down to take rest and to basically be grounded to hibernate just explore all that and uh, yeah if you'd like to reach out um you can still get in touch with me via email or via voice notes because i'll get them on the email but i'm not going to be on social media for most of december so yeah, and if you'd like to keep listening to different podcast episodes, uh, you can do so by joining the paid subset community. All of this will be linked below. Thank you so much, everybody. And I guess, I guess what I'm going to say here is Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Gosh, that feels very early to say, doesn't it? But <laughs> have an amazing time with yourself, with your family and friends, and I'll see you on the other side in 2023. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to know what you think of the episode and you can reach out to me in the show notes below. The options are there. And if you feel called to rate or review or share this episode, I would be incredibly grateful. Thank you very much, everyone.